Previously on Renaissance City. Troubadour, have you gotten any further on uh, getting that mechanism off of uh, Sable's neck? I believe that I have identified um, a, a spectrum, sound waves, or x-rays. That if we had completed the training, the abilities that people seem to have who they target could actually be enhanced. I have not seen nor heard from him in I do not know how long. We just bounced him out of the institution. Where Where is he now? He might have made reference to Des Moines. I, I couldn't remember how to operate this power talker. Or I would have gotten in touch with you sooner. Boomer. <laughs> and then it opens up to this palatial estate. It's a nice lake house. Did you build these structures from scratch? No, this is uh, Arturo bought this. Raymond comes out from inside and he's wearing a red and yellow cowboy outfit. Turns around and says, Big John on the back. We think that your your ability may hold a key to either disabling it or unlocking its potential. All right, Spartan, this might hurt a little bit. And he holds up one finger and points it right at the scar. It's not so much the neck that burns. He's intensely radiating this mechanism that's wrapped around his neck, connected to bones. And I mean, the intense heat just, man, he straightens right up, you know? Ya-cha-cha. I want to use a resolve. So he's radiating it, and it's burning, and Raymond just flex, grips his neck about, and the thing comes flying out his back onto the wall. Danielle, we have made a discovery. Your friends are here, my friend. Is that Captain X? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I am Captain X. Yes, this is Captain X. Um, <laughs> is, um, he has become part of the team. Wow, that's that's really neat. Um, I didn't know that you, I, I, you haven't been around for so long. Yes, I know. Uh, I was imprisoned for a year and, um... Yes, it's a, it's a very tragic story. He was, um... He, you two can catch up another time, okay? It's this. I need his help with the experiments, and you should probably catch up with your friends here. Yes, um, I, I will happily um, spend some time with my friends. Um, maybe we go upstairs and get some steam buns. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Steam buns? Oh, steam buns sound delicious. Do you think that I could... Yes, the steam buns here, they are fantastic. Um... Are you guys ever going to stop me from talking to myself? Is that or, no? This, this is, is so great. entertaining. This is so funny. I, I love this. The sable is distraught. You stand in the end of the hallway, the basement of Tiger Chan's, and Daniel is not screaming, but holding his head, both hands shaking back and forth. No, no. Seems to be uncomfortable 
and angry. What do you do? Daniel, what can we do for you, man? What's going on? He does not respond. Uh, He's starting to shake his head, you know, more violently and uh, forming fists um, next to his face. (laughs) Troubadour, do you have any sedative? Um, possibly I am, I am unsure. And he disappears back down the hallway and, and runs into his lap. Let's make a roll. What are we rolling for? What are you rolling for? Investigation? And a six. Is his face smoky? No. It's not smoky. Okay. No, he's, he's not, he's not wearing that contraption, right? So there's a, there's a contraption that he wears around his neck that, um, that creates that that visual barrier of his face. Cool. What's the dice you need? Oh, I rolled them. Oh, yeah i I rolled I rolled for the troubadour. I was just trying to determine determine if he could find some kind of sedative or not. Sable, what can we do for you? He is not responding to to either of your questions. You can see him physically becoming more and more unsteady he's he's shifting from foot to foot and you know balling up his fists um and you know tightening clenched against his chest and shaking his head and you know grunting and shado gonna try and put the happy in him does shado know that he can do that well i feel like uh it's appropriate so we've been talking about how i can't control it yet but i know that i can do it but it's triggered by emotional situations. I, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, Roll. like, I think, uh, you know, narratively, it's that um, Shado knows he can sometimes affect emotions. He's not sure how he does it, but he's going to focus in and try and do that. Okay. Roll a d6. There you go, baby. Hot dice. Tell me what you get. Four. Okay. Roll a d6. One. Um, are the rest of you going to resist the fear that comes into the room? Damn. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, I don't need all that. Okay, roll willpower, please. Damn it, Shado. Realistically, we shouldn't know before we resist or not, right? No, I it's it's I mean that's part of the game itself, is that um well what's your what's your willpower? How many dice do you have in willpower? How about that? Three. What about you, Spartan? Six total, but I just rolled four four points worth. Four successes. Four success. Even as a passive power, your your three would be able to resist um, without issue. If you have three dice in it, because the the goal is or the the threshold is one. Right. You no, know, what I'm saying is, I shouldn't know what the feeling is going to be. Right. You wouldn't know that it was fear coming on. Um, I think you would just. There would there would be an emotional response coming at you, um, you know, and I give you the option to choose one way or the other if you're going to resist or not. Right. Because it's made for some good moments when you have or or have not, I think, anyway. Remember the oranges? Of course. All love. Mundi and fruit salad. Um, Cotton, do you resist? Yeah, I got a three. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, so come on, Sable Demon Shade. You, you know, you try to you try to affect the room in a positive way, and 
um, it just it doesn't seem to take hold. Um, you're not sure why or how, but maybe maybe you just don't have enough control of that yet, or you just you don't really know how it works, and it's more of a you hope that it will yeah. work kind of thing. Um, and it just it doesn't seem to have affected anything in the room. Raymond Cotton is what are you what are you trying to do? How, how does Sable use his powers? And he's using his his uh like his gravitational powers. What does he have to use his hands or? Um, at, you see him, and he he uh he almost always uh, puts his hand out in front of him. Okay. Which that's not what he's doing currently. Right now, he's got his hands, you know, balled up in fists, right. um, and against his chest as he's as he's shaking, and you know, it's it's almost it's maybe maybe he is trying to resist this power you know using his power or or trying to resist this what you know this this emotional response that's coming over him um it's hard to tell he's not communicating he's in anguish yeah maybe who shot the bu- brain bug out of their neck spartan did spartan guys he's been controlled before be wary someone get this thing out of his neck that's why i was asking the troubadour for a sedative i thought you know, maybe we could get him calmed down. I don't. I don't want him to. I mean, we know what happened to those people in front of the Taylors, in front of Taylor's Taylor. I'm not sure if you want me to try to take him out. Are we? Are we knocking him down? What are we doing? Meta break. Um, when? Wait, was that Captain X? Yes. Okay. When Raymond got the treatment, was he only able to resist the X-rays because of his fortitude? Or can Captain control that? His fortitude and the resolve. Right, 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 right. Okay, back to it. Now that Captain X has his, you know, has his suppression suit, he's in control, if that makes sense. Whereas, you know, without it, he was not. And King's still recovering? Yes. At the vet? That's, yes, that's where you left him. (laughs) Came Imagine Mrs. Herrick taking her poodle in there and hearing him growling while he's sleeping. The hell? He's in one of those really big cages, like they keep the mastiffs in. I just want to know what that poor bastard veterinarian did with our healer. Had to dispose of that body. And all the Spanish gold. Right? <laughs> oh, sp- no, Montague Montague left with his neck broken, hanging off to the side. Oh, no, wait. you. No, we put him out. Yeah, you pull. Right. Or you, um, you, you, uh, you volleyballed He's, his head. Yeah. Yeah, he popped his head off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, that's so funny. Featherball. Featherball. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, none of that made it into the show. Nobody knows what the hell we're talking about right now. Oh, it's in. It's, it's in. Funny. It yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It absolutely. I absolutely left it in. It's published. I listened to it. It's great. Wow. Now, granted, we we walk ourselves back from it. But yeah, we agree it's not canon, but it's out there. But it's out there. I don't think we agreed it wasn't canon. We agreed it shouldn't be on the show. And then when it became on the show, it became canon. No, disagree. Disagree completely. Well, when you go to update the wiki, it can be it's hotly debated that whether <laughs> true, that's true. Whether Montague disagree. Yeah, whether Montague is is actually part of the Renaissance City canon or not famous lore from the power walkers that has yet 
to be verified. The quickest an NPC has died in any of our episodes. We didn't even kill him. You killed him. We didn't kill him. It was my turn to kill somebody. That's true. (laughs) That's true. You guys have you guys have done all the killing up to this point. We brought turn. his ass back though. I mean that was we're minus one on the death list. For the record, every killing has been justified. <laughs> every last one of them. We're gonna learn that the freaking Bernstein brothers are, are these great philanthropists and they've just been misunderstood. No, that's your story. Right. Yeah. Well, you you are the you are the great philanthropist philanthropists of Renaissance City, and you are wildly misunderstood. No, I get it, but I'm just saying we're just systematically murdering a whole family. We need to get back to that. In fact, I think there's still a couple of them left. Mayor first, yeah. There's two of them still out there. Mayor first priorities, right? Mm, let's see, Davy and Abe. Yep. Yep. Nice, Captain X. Do you think that you could safely? disrupt the brain bug in Daniel? Uh, we we had success with uh, Scarlet Spartan, uh, but in this state, I'm, I'm really not sure. Give it a shot. We don't have any other way. I mean, Spartan, um, are you, you and can, I... Can you secure him? Yeah, Spartan, you and I are going to try and hold, hold him down. Oh, my God. We're, we have to try. Where's that sedative, Troubadour? You can hear the troubadour in his lab rummaging, drawers opening, you know, things being moved around. Troubadour, um, troubadour found a sedative, but he wasn't sure if it worked, so he took it, and now he's flat out passed out in the back. Nailed it. Got it in one. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll if you, if you will allow me. I'm gonna roll to gather all of the customer satisfaction and contentedness from the dining room and put it all in Sable so he'll relax. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Ooh. Give me a roll. I like that. Roll that telepathy. And this place, it's all satisfaction. Right. Tiger Chance is like a three-star Michelin. Six. Oh, wow. Six-star Michelin restaurant. <laughs> Whoa. Tiger Chance blew the curve so far <laughs> that Michelin... You know what I mean? Has has an entire chapter just dedicated to Tiger Chans of Detroit. Right. Yeah. By the way, I rolled a six. You rolled six successes or yes. one six? Six wins. Six wins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> six successes. Okay. Tell me what happens. So uh, Cotton kind of flutters his eyelashes and, and closes his eyes a little bit. His hands go out and he's really seriously focused. And meanwhile, he's mentally dancing around the dining room, bouncing from head to head, analyzing and gathering and soaking up all the positivity he can from all these massively satisfied customers. If you can imagine the the camera panning the dining room, you see all these empty plates and fat bellies and loving families and people on dates and you watch all of their happy grins and smiles melt to middle melt to regular boring uninspired and cotton focuses that ball of energy and aims it right at the heart 
of Sable. Sable kind of flutters his eyes and he's got a smile on his face, but it doesn't fit his physiology. Like his body is still squirming and he's very unhappy, uh, but he's fighting through it with this smile. It looks like he's going to say something and just can't. And he's sitting there just kind of quivering, like clearly a little bit better than he was, but not over it. Love it. Raymond, what are you doing? Oh, man. Okay. I mean, he's in he's in jump mode. If uh, Sable's hands come forward looking to, you know, put the crunch on someone, he's there to jump an arm. Okay. So ready and waiting. Uh, yeah. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to restrain him. We. I don't think we've made the jump on that yet. You know. Okay. I mean, I, I don't want to put him in another state of mind where it's like all of a sudden he's being, you know, harassed. You. You can see this. Um. You know, this minor physical change in the sable. Another fifteen twenty seconds passes, and the troubadour comes back out of the lab, um, and has um, has a pill bottle in his hand, um. It's a, you know, a little glass bottle, hands it to you, Cotton. This is, um, this is laudanum. Uh, perhaps, um, if we can get some of this in him, it will, um, it will calm him down. He, he typically, um, refuses to, um, to use this, except in the most extreme circumstances. But, um, I would classify this as those now. Yes? Agreed. You've seen this before, Troubadour. A, f- a few times over the last months, yes. Cotton, if you if you give me the medicine, I can I can get it into him. Okay, here you go. I'd like to uh, I'd like to roll covert as a kind of sleight of hand to Dude, get the medicine into him. It's oral, not anal. Either way, yeah, go for it. Four successes and three sixes. Another six for five. Mm. What is he resisting? Just, um, I'm rolling his perception to see against your, against your covert. Got it. Okay. Need some hot dice, Shado. All right, here we go. I got nine to roll. Come on, baby. So it's five successes for the Sable with his perception. Oof. Not a good roll. Oof. Oh. Two total. So oh, shit. here's here's how I do it. I take one of the pills and I'm like um pretending like it's an airplane. And I'm like, okay, okay, Mr. Sable, here comes the medicine. And I try to zoom it into his mouth. And he's he's doing like a toddler does and turning his chin one direction and turning his chin the other. So every time you try to put it in his mouth, he moves, you know, he moves to the left and to the right. Turn back around to Cotton. Sorry. And I hand him the pill back. All right. Well, I guess I could try. I just uh, put the medicine in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't too covert, was it? Do you say anything to him before you do it? Do you, you know what I mean? Are you going to use, are you trying to use any power? I mean, you did, you you have calmed him down some. So it's not. Also a family member. So I've got a little bit on him, but. 
No, I'm just going to try to give him the medicine, just like on my trust. I've got pills in my hand, and I'm going to come up and like drop them into his mouth. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that is zero successes. So, yeah. Um, you, you are, you are able to get the laudanum in him. And he basically willingly took it. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think that. He recognizes you, Cotton, you know, um, he recognizes your power because, um, you know, when you use the power on him, it, there was the, the flash of, of white with the purple outline of the, um, of the starry eyed woman. And, um, I think that probably comforted him enough knowing that you were present, not that he didn't. Her one boob. Oh, that's right. She does have a titty hanging out. Yeah, she does. (laughs) <laughs> we, that is we, comforting. There was there was a point of resolve spent to make sure that she had a titty hanging out. What um, <laughs> titty hanging out? Yeah, just one, just one, just one. Um, <laughs> the yeah, and um, what does he say, dude? Perseus's mom had one titty hanging out in Clash of the Titans. How many times did you rewind that as a kid? More than two. The normal amount. That's how many times. You're right. <laughs> the normal amount of times. Yeah, I think he recognizes Cotton and... Um, so, I'm sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to lose it. What was happening to you? I, I have... Um, I have problems controlling myself sometimes. The brain bug... These pills are going to help you chill so we can make sure you don't hurt anybody. I, I I won't hurt you. I won't hurt you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It's time to get these things out of our necks. How do we do that? Troubadour's been working with me for months. I'm, I, I, how do we do that? The Scarlet Spartan and I um, had some success just recently. Um, perhaps we, perhaps we let the sedative take an, you know, effect with you, Daniel, and, and, uh, see if similar tactics, you know, are, are, are going to work, uh, for you and, and your friends here. Sable, this is Captain X. Yes, I, I, I know Captain X. He's a bit of a boomer. <laughs> Uh, just because he's not comfortable with the latest technology, I mean, it moves really fast. The Troubadours, you know, the Troubadours always, you know, working on new stuff and upgrading all the time. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a bad thing that he's not keeping up with the times. You know, you make it sound like it's a bad thing. I mean, this guy was born in the 1800s. So yeah, he's okay. Um, I was also born in the 1800s, yes. Is, is that the bad thing? I guess I would have been too. If I was born on your world. Let's get Troubadour somewhere he can uh, relax. Or not Troubadour, let's get Sable somewhere he can relax. And um, where would you propose that is? You haven't got a couch? Oh, you mean... Here within the facility, yes. Um, this his room is is very comfortable. 
and you you can see you know into the sables room it's you know i mean it's like an apartment it's it's nicely outfitted he's you know there's sofa and chair and tables it's not like he's living in a jail cell let's get him in there stretch him out Durbador, i can't do this anymore what do you need do you need me to get somebody get some money go steal some technology how can i help you next level this i gotta get these things out of my neck out of my neck and out of my friend's necks yes i understand that you are very nervous and um upset at this this um you know, I, I have been working to try to figure this out, but um, I do not have the answers. Perhaps it is finding the person who created the technology and um, working to get information from them. It's not that I will not continue trying, I, um, but I am not a brain surgeon. This um this instance with Raymond and um our friend um Captain X he was uh, quite remarkable, but um I do not know if this is simply because you know the Scarlet Spartan is not of this world that perhaps he has the control and was able to I I do not I do not know perhaps. You know, you could accomplish, or you could um, you could end with the same results. You could have Captain X try what the same that happened with your friend Raymond. Troubadour. Yes. Sable will, will mess you up if that goes wrong. If we don't get that off him, I mean, he can mess all of us up. Captain X, we got to try the radiation. I agree. I submit his tribute. So who's going first? I'll do it. Is is Sable going down? Is he falling out? Yeah, he's he's laid out on on the he's laid out on the sofa in his apartment. You know, the the laudanum is is calming him down and and he will probably be asleep shortly. Let's do it. Back to the troubadour's lab. Shadow, you you sit in the same spot that Raymond was in previously. Yep. Captain X walks up behind you. I guess we should all back up, huh? Gonna keep my distance. Shadow, roll toughness. Come on, baby. All them dice. My last dice fucking suck. I'm gonna have to change my dice. These won't. These won't. These are gonna be hot dice. Hot dice, baby. Seven, eight. Here we go. God damn it. One success. Damn it. Ugh. Captain X steps up behind you, Demon Shade, and uh, you feel this pinpoint intense heat on the back of your neck. Mm. And it it lasts for three seconds, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure that this is, is working. Uh, and I certainly don't want to injure you, Shadow. You know, I still have the one that came out of your friend but perhaps the troubadour can uh, put it under uh, a magnifying glass microscope and, and maybe, um, you know, maybe try to figure out how it works from there. And maybe that'll help to give us a solution. I'm, I'm, I'm not real sure, but I certainly don't want to pump you with more radiation than you can handle. So you're saying you want troubadour to analyze it? I 
no, I don't think that's what I want the troubadour to do. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe if that's, if that's what he's into, but I don't think that will solve any of our problems. Was that the exact same dosage that you gave Raymond? Yeah, we did it twice, three times, maybe. I mean, I, I guess we could try again. Go again. Should we get a magnifying glass? What what would a magnifying glass do? Concentrate it. Um, I don't I don't think a magnifying glass concentrates X rays. Mm. Do you know that that doesn't? I say let's try the magnifying glass. <laughs> seems like a reasonable thing to attempt. Troubadour, do you have a magnifying glass? Yes, of course. I have a multitude. Um, what size? What power? You know what I mean? What kind of magnifying power are you looking for? The I mean, strongest you got. The strongest you got. <laughs> Give me the biggest, strongest My magnifying God, demon glass. Shade, why, why are you yelling at me? I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm trying to help you, and you are getting this. Um, why are you so angry? We're excited. This is a very stressful situation. This is, yes, that's true. This is this is true. It is a bit stressful. Um, you guys are very stressed out that I will not just give you the answer. It's true. <laughs> uh, yes. oh, uh, the magnifying glass, please. He walks over to a drawer, pulls it out, lifts out this magnifying glass, and hands it over to Captain X. Should I go upstairs and get a uh, an oven mitt for Captain X? He's already got. Um, gloves on from his suit oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm i'm wearing i'm wearing protective gear already thank you for the thought that's very kind of you to worry about my personal safety i appreciate that very much scarlet spartan all right captain x let's go again all right roll toughness come on man come on four all right this is got this 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 combo this combo's got to do it big dice four total you feel a, another round. You feel another round of very, very intense heat on the back of your neck. Um, like someone is putting out a cigar on the back of your neck and the cigar does not go out. You know what I mean? That, that, that burn, that pain um, lasts one, two, three, four seconds. Forgive me. Let me cover this up. You're, you're bleeding quite a bit. For the record, um, I just looked it up, and magnifying glasses do not intensify X-rays. X-rays. No, I I believe it was the magnifying glass. That's why I'm bleeding. Right. Oh, that magnifying glass. Placebos, a you know what I mean. Placebos a real thing. Oh, it's real deal. Okay, you you have um, you have a wound on the back of your neck. Um. As to whether or not this brain bug is still active, I don't know that you can tell. Troubadour, put me on a table and get it out of me while it's while the wound is open. Um, no, I refuse to do that. I will not. Um, I am not a surgeon. I that is not something that I will do for you. I am. I am so very sorry. Cotton walks over to Shado. And takes his index finger and jabs it down into the wound, as if to try to fish out something. You are you have your finger in a burn hole. Yeah, in the back of the brain bug. Yep. Did you wash your hands? No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. 
There was no time I'm, for that. I'm gonna have to roll. Uh, I'm gonna have to roll toughness to see if I can stave off the infection. <laughs> Gangrene. I could feel it in there. Penicillin wasn't discovered until like 1928 or something. 1930. Oh well, it's just around the corner. I'll survive this. I could feel it in there, Shado. You can live with an infection for three or four years. It'll be fine. Yeah. Right next, right next to your brain. Perfect. Um, Cotton, you can um, you can feel the bump. You know what I mean underneath the skin. It's not like the. It's not like there's an incision. You know that allows you to get all the way to his spine. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was mush where it had been burned, and I was just literally going to dip my finger in the pussy mush. Oh, the charred flesh. No, I. He didn't burn a hole all the way through to his spine. Um, he was <laughs> he was unsuccessful in his attempt, or you know, it, I can't say unsuccessful. Um, it's in it's undetermined as to the success as whether the X rays were able to what's the word disable Talk. disable thank you disable the the brain bug itself, but it hasn't been removed from him, and you can't stick your finger all the way down to his i mean it's just like a it's like a massive burn cool. on his skin i got an idea i sprained my index finger trying cotton walks away with a sprained index finger spartan you had an idea is it better than poke a finger in it <laughs> can't be much worse <laughs> <laughs> let's go retrieve our stuff we have our what we have our stuff what stuff do you want to get yeah, we don't have our stuff. We ran out of there in uh, hospital gowns. Wait, time out. It's confusing in the episodes, Duke. Do we or do we not have our stuff? We don't. You Because at the, you, end, the, the end of one episode, we did. Then we started the next episode, and we fashioned new stuff. At No, no, no. You never, you never recovered what you lost when you were captured in the salt mines. You had, uh, re-geared, you had re-geared up. You had gone back to and gotten some things to replace the stuff that you lost, but your original gear, your your grapple gun, the Tonto, um, muckler, the muckler, the the daggers, the, right. daggers, the, the journal, um, you know what I mean? That, all of uh, all of those uh, things, the the keyboard, the little keyboard that you found yeah. in the office, all of that right. stuff. No, you never recovered those things. So, Raymond, you want to go back to the salt mines? Let's go get our stuff. I can take that thing off with the muckler. You're going to perform delicate surgery with a cannonball in a chainmail sock? He's that good. I'm all for going to get our stuff, but I, I don't know that I trust the muckler to perform that surgery. You you do know that your power talkers are were triangulated to the sanatorium. That's what you know. I mean, I don't know, Raymond, you think we could take them? We pretty much got our butts kicked the last time we tried. And without King, I just don't know. That's better than this self-induced torture. What's the next step? Who, what do you who guys do we think? think made these? Who do we think made this? Brain bug. Uh, I think it's the, those XJs. You think it yeah, was I think, robot made? Yep. 
That's what I initially think. we thought it was Dave Bernstein, but you think the XJs or the uh, Mimics? I think that those they're part of the same organization. I think the XJs are just the tool that the Mimics use. Right, right, maybe so, but I think yeah. like they're yeah the the Mimics somehow are in cahoots with the XJs or you know they are servants too or something right. along those lines. Oh, that's true. It could be that the XJs are an AI that became more aware of the creatures on its planet. And were brought here by the Mimics? Is that what you think? Right. Well, no, I think I think the XJs are running shit. And the Mimics are beholden to the XJs. Oof. And all it really is is a computer program. A dispassionate controller of living things the mimics may all have these damn brain bugs on them and be in under complete control of the uh xj there he is i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you guys a point of resolve for that for that um for that line of thought not usually rewarded for thinking <laughs> we don't do it that often because <laughs> you don't usually do it <laughs> we should be getting resolved for our collective yeah. absent-mindedness we should have a fucking treasure bucket full of fucking resolve right now <laughs> my shit thinks hard should we go kidnap the mayor let's go let's let's just do the mayor let's do the mayor in give the troubadour opportunity to to look this thing over and uh figure out some way to disable it and just hope that they don't pull the trigger like they seem to be doing to sable right right we just need to go get a fuck Get a fucking gunny sack over the mayor's head and see if he turns gray. That's what needs to happen. Let's go. If he's a mimic, I say we kill him on national TV and the whole world can watch him turn gray. Well, let's interact with him first. There is no national television. It is 1924. <laughs> I think we kill him on national radio and the whole world can hear him turn gray. Yes. <laughs> Great idea. We'll we'll have your friend take a picture. Yes. <laughs> a portrait. Well, yeah, that's what you guys, I mean, that was part of your plan was getting that guy to show up and as you um, took on the mayor, right? Yep. Let's go. Let's go to the mayor's office right now. Cut scene. We're at City Hall. Time for action. At City Hall. Okay. Oh, God. That's where you want to go to. Kidnap, you're just going to rush City Hall and kidnap the mayor? I just want to go in and talk to him. Are you going in as the heroes of Renaissance City, or are you going in as Shimamino Diskowitz and... Well, we we are not heroes. Remember the letter he wrote? I mean, of the sense, are you going in as... I'm Cotton. Okay. What about your other two? Shadow? Spartan? The Spartan's got his red and yellow cowboy gear on. Perfect. So he's going as uh, Big John. Big John. Hilarious. Okay, so Big John. Shado is going to don a pair of uh, fake glasses and a turtleneck <laughs> and go as and go as is uh Jay Fleischman. Jay Fleischman. Excellent. Perfect. Okay. Jay Fleischman. And what and who is Jay Fleischman? And what does Jay Fleischman do? Jay Fleischman is uh, 
the uh, assistant to Dr. Clary Mafumkin. He works at the proctology office, uh, mostly scheduling. Mm. Mostly. Dr. Mafumkin mostly makes house calls. He does his proctology in people's homes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's where people are comfortable, right? They're, they're, right. Comfortable. they're more comfortable in their homes. That's why it's so critical that Jay Fleischman is doing so much scheduling. There's a lot of logistics involved. So Jay Fleischman, Cleary Mafumpton, and Shimamino Diskowitz, is that who's showing up to the mayor's office? No. No, no, it's it's Cotton. I'm Cotton. Cotton. Okay. Cotton Dearborn, Jay Fleischman, and Shimamino Diskowitz? No, Big no. John. It's Big, Big John. John. <laughs> Big John the cowboy. I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> is Patricia, be- are, you, are you taking Patricia along with you too? This couldn't be any more clear, Duke. I, I don't know why you're struggling to follow it. It's Big John, the cowboy, Jay Fleischman, and Cotton Dearborn. It's not like any of this is brand new as of this moment. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not like it's not like we haven't all been hanging out with Spartan when he's in a freaking yellow and red cowboy costume. <laughs> okay. Ronald McDonald. All right. So City Hall. And how how are you approaching this? Are you just I've been trying to knock on the door? Nobody's answering the damn thing. Are you knocking on the front door of City Hall? Or are you oh. knocking on the mayor's office door? The mayor's office door. Oh, you don't have to knock, it's open. Okay. Hey, Mr. Mayor, how are you? I'm doing quite well. How can I help you, citizen? Well, I have a quandary, and I need someone of your immense knowledge and skill to help me resolve my issue. Certainly. Did you, um, I have a few minutes? Well, if you would, could you just walk down the hall with me? I want to show you something, um, and when you see it, it will blow your mind, and you will immediately come back and take action. Are all three of you standing in the door or in, in the office with him, or are you taking them? Are you trying to take him down the hallway without the two of them to meet them or something? What's what's happening? We got the photographer in tow, also, right? Right. So we didn't plan it verbally; we were just doing it on the fly. Right. That's why I'm asking the question. Well, but I'm assuming everybody's gonna roll with it. So I'm walking down the hallway with the mayor away from his office. Where are you guys? En route. Keep an eye out. I'm just down the hall waiting. I'm going to just continue making small talk and walk him past Shado. What what is this that um, is, is so important today, sir? Well, it's one of those things that they there aren't enough words in the language to describe what I'm about to show you. You've seen all this excitement about these powered people and what they might be doing to harm the citizens of the city, right? Yes. It's been a, it's been a true travesty. When you see what I've caught, uh, your mind's going to be blown. You're going to think I'm saving the city. Well, take me there. It's right down here. Uh just down at the end of this hall and he follows along with you big john's gonna try a covert action absolutely please do big john big bad john one success 
And what what kind of covert action are you attempting to take, Big John? He's just going to run a magnet over his neck. Over whose neck? The mayor. Yeah, just back of his neck. Just pass my hand o- pa- over his back and just. Okay. Um, nothing happens. Okay. Okay. Put the magnet away. He doesn't seem to notice. Um, do you fall in line behind Cotton? Yeah. I'm going to go with him. Do you have like tasseled. Um, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Chaps on <laughs> and, you know, are you. You know, do you have, do you have spurs? Do you have spurs on your boots and? Well, he didn't ride his horse, so he's not wearing his spurs, of course. But he's got I know the cowboys on. that don't that aren't riding horses that wear spurs. I'm just that's why Et- I'm asking. Ketchup and mustard leather. Yeah, he's got the tassels along the the sleeves. He's got them going across the middle of the back, along the bottoms of his jacket, and uh, down each side of the leg. This is full fringe. Yeah, and then there's uh cutouts right with yellow stars behind them did you have taylor's taylor put this together for you no he stole it from a museum oh that's right that's right (laughs) you stole it from a museum embossed on the back of the jacket it says big john with a rose under it (laughs) yes big john and he's got a a 10 gallon red hat with uh with a band a yellow band on it and says big john hilarious Perfect. So this is like this is like the most obnoxious Hulkamania cowboy outfit, and you're still able to be covert. It's great. Well done. Love it. Power walking. So we continue walking, and we walk past Shado. Okay. Shado also will um, attempt a covert a- action. At um, what covert action is Shado? <laughs> what are you analyzing him? Is that what's happening? Uh, uh sort of. Um. I'm going to I'm gonna jab him in the side with my with my hand. Like just a little What? Like a little like a little jab into the solar plexus. Attempting I mean for for what outcome? I'm trying to see if he if he'll like if he's a mimic, if he'll change. You know, if like um if physical stress will uh create some sort of reaction in him. Okay. Does he change? Well, roll the dice. I'm rolling the dice. Covert. I mean, it's a physical interaction, so it's... I mean, I, I, I guess if you're attempting to do it without him noticing? Yeah, that's my. That's what I want him to do. Like, like as he's walking by, just as quick as possible, just like jab him in the side. So you're doing, you're doing like the prison walk-by underarm shank move? Yeah, but without the shiv. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give me the roll. All right, cool. Come on, give me something. One, two, three, four, five, six, and a six. Seven total successes. Seven successes. Wow. Okay. Um, you, yeah, you are able to jab him um, without him recognizing where the jab came from. Cotton, are you walking? You're walking in front of him. I'm on his right. You you hear him oh, oh, oh and kind of groans as he gets, you know, punched in the gut and turns and turns and looks at you, Cotton. <laughs> oh looks at me. He got poked on the other side, right? I guess we don't know. Yeah, I mean he doesn't he doesn't know. 
he just took a, you know what I mean? He just took a punch in the side. He's not, yeah. you're the only one that he can see. Right. And then he turns over his shoulder and he notices Big John behind him. Hey. What did you do that for? Cotton positions himself behind the mayor as he's facing Big John. And in one fell swoop, Cotton reaches down and pulls his shirt off of himself and puts it over the mayor's head. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You have your shirt over the mayor's head. <laughs> oh shit, boys. <laughs> He's not a mimic. You're doing this in, um, out in public in the open hallway. You didn't take him into a room or any nope. of those things. It's in the hall, but it is a dark hall. Like we, I led him away from the action. Right, I get that, but it's still a, it's still a hallway in City Hall. It is, it is. It's an occupied building. Well, I rolled some dice and got zero successes on anyone noticing you guys wow. doing this. I wow. got, I got two fives, a one, and a three. So fortunate. So fortunately for you, no one has seemed to notice you shoving, taking your shirt off, Burt Kreischer style, one swift movement. You even keep the hat on your head as you do it. Um, Ooh, what kind of hat's he wearing? Cotton. What kind of what? What's what's your kidnapping hat? It's a. Uh, it's. Did they have welding hats back then? I'm gonna say Ooh. no. I seriously doubt it. I don't know that. Yeah, uh, it's a lanyard. Good old lanyard. A shoulder to the wheel, or a or a fee diddler. Uh, that's what it is. You found it. Yes, fee diddler. It's a fee diddler. That's what it was. Good find. That's great. Yep. Good times. So you're wearing a lanyard. Yeah, and it doesn't come off. Boys, run! Get the hell out of here! And Cotton takes off. So you leave your shirt wrapped around the mayor's head and you just take off running? Yes. Okay. Shadow? <laughs> Same. I'll I'll sprint after him. Okay. Where's the photographer in this? Is he standing at the end of the hall <laughs> taking pictures of you guys running away from the mayor? Oh, God, I hope he isn't taking photographs. <laughs> no. He, he, you see the bulb go off? Boof. No, no, no. <laughs> he, you rolled for that. He didn't see it. He's off, you know, taking a piss or something. He's having a drink. Uh, what's the photographer? You had the photographer set up to take pictures of you. I rolled three successes with no. a six. We were not there. We didn't have him come to covertly like wrangle the guy. We had him there oh. so we could grab him after to take a picture of if he was gray. So the photographer was waiting out on the front steps of City Hall so you could come yeah, out into the light, yeah, into the world. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so Cotton wraps a shirt around the mayor's head, takes off running down the hall, and says, Come on, you guys! Shadow, what are you doing? I follow. I sprint behind uh, Cotton. Don't grab the mayor. Take off running. Spartan. Big John. Gonna grab the mayor? Meet you at the rolls! And we're booking. You're bringing the mayor with you? Yep. Wasn't the point to kidnap the mayor? No! We've been saying kid the mayor for two years, dude. I know, but we just figured out he's not a mimic. We don't have to worry about him. We don't know that for sure. How did you? How do you think you figured out that he's not a mimic? Because we covered his head and he didn't change. Uh, uh, well, how would we know his head is covered? 
That logic is flawed. Meet the rules. I guess I understood that we knew that about mimics. Okay, my understanding of what you know about mimics is that if you knock them unconscious, they will go back to their gray, mottled skin, kind of shapeless, small form. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what I should have done. I should. Oh, you should have punched him. In well, face. we still have a chance. The the intention, yeah, I thought I thought the intention was to take them out, take take him out in front of the photographer, knock him out, and see if he changes into a mimic. Never. Yeah. My intention was to cover his eyes so he'll turn into a mimic. I don't know where you got that information I don't from. Yeah, I don't even. That's funny. I think I think that's I think that's your absent mindedness coming into play, and yes. uh, you should probably get a point of resolve for that. Ooh, I'm racking nice. it up today, thinking and forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of this, you won't have used any of them. I know, so. right? I forgot I had them. We're going to use them. We've got five right now. Let's get in the roll. Running away into the Rolls Royce. Yes. And get the hell out of Dodge. Let's go to the Love Shack. Off to the Love bounding, Shack. Jumping. Raymond, you're not driving the Rolls. You're just bounding through the streets with the mayor in your arms, Big John? No, I told him to get to the rolls. Let's uh, get to the rolls. We're tearing ass out of here with, with the mayor in the rolls. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you said bounding and jumping. Yeah, through the through city hall to the rolls. Cotton repeatedly punches the bag to see if he can knock out the mayor. Oh God, quit punching this poor guy. Roll Mike. Who's driving? Shadow's driving. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, you. You clock the mayor square in the jaw, um, and he crumples down unconscious in the back seat of the Rolls Royce, and he is still the mayor. Oh. Right. Let's take him to go get our stuff. Let's take him and drop him off on a corner and go the hell yeah. home. Exactly. Exactly. If he's not a mimic, we just need to cut loose now, cut bait now. We don't need this gentleman for anything else. He gives us no leverage at the sanatorium. Let's expose him to what we're fighting against. Jado, it sounded like you got further away, like you got quieter. He's in the front seat. I'm in the front seat driving. Oh, is that why your sound changed? I had my eyes closed. The wind's blowing. Don't make me stop this car. <laughs> and I, I Sorry. reached back. With, I was back I here re- with my eyes closed. Sorry. I reached back with my arm in a true dad mode. And slap cotton around on top of his head. Doing the doing the reach over the seat, trying to get to him as you're driving yeah. down the street. Exactly, reach over the seat, trying uh, to smack his top of his head. God, we need an animation budget. This is it'd be so good. Let's show this guy something. So, are you keeping the mayor, or are you getting rid of the mayor? We're getting rid of the mayor. Let's throw the mayor out, guys. Let's go get a mimic and show the mayor what we're dealing with. We got the mayor. After we knocked him out? Yes. Let's expose him to what we're dealing with so he sees what's underneath the city of Detroit. Let's bring him to our side. I know of at least one mimic, Alexander Griffin. True. Let's get him. That one's powerful. Well, let's go to Griffin's house. Raymond, Mm. they're all powerful. They can mimic anybody's powers. The the same risk is any of them, right? 
That's right. That one kicked our ass thorough. Well, we didn't know what we were up against. Now we do. I want to go take on Griffin right now. We'll leave the mayor in the car and he can watch. Yeah, let's go. We want to take the mayor to Alexander Griffin's house. Yes. Bound and gagged. But he can watch what happens. He can see that Alexander Griffin is one of us. It's so great to be a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) So off to Alexander, off to find Alexander Griffin. We're off to see Alexander Griffin. He kicked our ass. Okay, you found the mayor. You found the mayor at City Hall. And you think that Alexander Griffin would, you know, I mean, logically, you think that Alexander Griffin would be at his house. But here's the thing, like, Alexander Griffin is like uh, assistant to the mayor, right? So if we've got the mayor in tow, then we can use him as, as bait to bring Griffin to us where we can prepare to take him on. Does that make sense? Yep. We need King. Let's take the mayor and get the hell out of here. Busters. Where are those girls? Let's get those girls to help us. Patricia? Yeah. The duplicate? They went on their merry way, didn't they? No. She was in tow, wasn't she? Patricia was in tow. I think that likely um, she decided to stay at the vets. She needed medical attention, too. Um, so I think, I think that makes the most sense as to, as to where Patricia is currently. She doesn't want to be found either. So, you know, while Buster was ranting and raving and ready to, you know, go to the press and, um, you know, stomp and kick and scream about all of this, um, Patricia's, while she, you know, presents as a very young girl, she, I think that she is, um, she is aware that her situation is very dangerous. And so um, I think she would have chosen to stay with King uh, and with the veterinarian until um, she was able to become a little healthier. So if you want, if you want to talk to Patricia, I would say that you, you know, you go back to the vets to where Patricia and King are. Drop me and the mayor off at Buster's. We'll lay low. Okay. Done. Dropped at Buster's and Shada, where are you going with me back to King? Yeah, I'll go to the vets with you. All right. And we're back. What what are you doing at Buster's? Are you trying to are you trying to get up you know what I mean? Are you trying to hide out upstairs? Yeah. Are you, you know, but Buster's is not back open. Like that's you know what I mean? Right. You're not you're not showing up at Buster's and all, you know, and it's cleaned up and put back together and the doors are open. That is not, that is not what's what it is. It's still in the same state that it was. Yeah. Yep. Ransack. That's what we want. I think that Buster is probably there. Um, and you know, has, has been working to clean up. Um, Spartan doesn't want to run into nobody. Drop us off at Roy. Uh, too late. You're at Buster's buddy. You got to walk to Roy's. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck just happened okay so you 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 want to be alone with the mayor so yeah i think royce is probably your best bet there you go you're at the hat shop all right he's bound gag for the time being 
I'm gonna pour a couple drinks. I'm gonna pull up the chair in front of him. I'm gonna take the hat off. Dramatically take the hat off. His eyes double in size. And I'm gonna tell him. Mayor, I am going to return you to your bed at home, safe and sound. I was not the one that punched you. I didn't inflict any damage to you. I'm your savior right now, but let me tell you a story. Can you be cool long enough for me to tell you a story? Uh-huh. Okay. If you make too much noise, I'm gonna pull your tongue out of your mouth and wrap it around your neck. So just be cool. Mm-hmm. All right, he's going to take a gag out. He's going to hand him a drink. My name is Raymond. I come from a world called Mayheim. Dot, dot, dot. He's going to tell him the whole story. You're going to lay it all on him. All of it. His life in Mayheim. What happened to him. And how he ended up here, coming over from Italy, you know, he's going to tell him the whole, the whole tale. We're going to have drinks, some rye whiskey. Okay. Going to let him out of his binds, except for a foot, so he can't move that fast. I don't want to have to mess, mess him up. But I'm going to tell him the whole story. Everything. What is it that you're trying to accomplish by telling him the story? Just trying to enlighten him, you know, how everything got mixed up and uh, tell him about these mimics and these XJTs and how the guard units, you know, the first time we uh, encountered guard units, they were robbing a bank. So we just assumed they were nefarious. And he's just going to he's just going to sit there and tell them a story. So. You would like me to believe that my closest confidant and the biggest reason that I'm able to obtain the position of the mayor of Renaissance City is all a lie. You're a tool. I am nothing but a puppet. As have we been all all of us. When the guys get here, they'll confirm everything. And I'll take you underground and show you things that'll blow your mind. Detroit is our city, and we are not going to let it fall into the hands of evil. I mean, now, listen, Raymond, you do understand the predicament that something like this puts me within. I have spent the better part of the last year railing against you and your types, railing against you and and the rest of your compatriots, your colleagues. And for me to give up that kind of power is... I, I mean, I... How, how, how could you expect me to just take your word? Mayor, I told you the story. When those guys get here, you can ask them any part of it, and they will confirm everything. They will confirm everything. 
I think you are a good man and you are being used by evil men. We will fight beside you to clean all this up and get real Detroit in your hands again. This is a big deal and this will soon go way further than Detroit. This could take over your entire globe, but think of what accolades you would receive if you're on the right side of this, Mayor. Forget Mayor. You'll be the governor of Detroit. You'll be the president of Detroit. Have another drink. He leans forward. You see him rubbing his chin. I'll tell you what, Scarlet Spartan. Uh, I prefer Raymond. We're speaking that way, F.E. Certainly, Raymond. If I am to believe you, we need some form of proof. And we can get it. Yeah. I have access to, if, if what you say about Alexander Griffin is true, and I assume that he does not suspect anything about any of this, our little clandestine meeting, your my disappearance from City Hall today. I assume it's still today, it's the same day. You were not that long, F.E. What if we were to set Alexander Griffin up? Is there a, um, is there a, a, a better place than another? I mean, it does make sense to me that, that we expose him publicly, correct? Of course, that has been our biggest issue is we haven't brought any proof to anybody. And you're telling me that this that this person that is um, that is imitating this this alien that is imitating my my true friend Alexander Griffin deceased. Yes, I like the way you're thinking, Fe. That's a tough pill to swallow. Let me get my guys back here, and they will confirm everything I've told you. You can ask them any random question about the story I just told you and they will confirm it. They were there. They seen everything I seen except for Mayheim. F.E. I am a being that's lived on two worlds. There aren't too many beings like that that I know of. And I think I've been called here for a purpose. And that's to save your world from the hands of evil. I've made great friends while I've been here. And I think if I can accomplish that, then perhaps they can come with me to Mayheim and save my world. That's a lot to think on. Well, let's keep it light and tell them. What do you think of the Tigers this year? Oh, well, I mean, Ty Cobb makes it easy. We just have to, we just have to keep the Yankees down. I'd like to play the, the game. I'd like to play it. Looks fun. Well, perhaps when, um, if, if we can get through this uh, and we get a little bit of time, I could probably introduce you to, to several of the players and maybe get, you, uh, maybe get you playing a little baseball. It'd be an honor just to sit and watch a game with you, F.E. I truly think you're a good man that's been duped. And your legacy is going to be written in stone after we expose these beings and save your world 
from the clutches of madness. And you see him and he leans forward and he kind of he kind of puts his hand on his forehead and shakes his head a little bit as if, you know, all of this is a lot. And, uh, you know, it's a little little bit of disbelief for him. What size hat you wear? I'm. I'm about a seven. Let's get those restraints off you. Come on, let's check the place out. And you go looking for hats with Effie Duramus, the mayor of Renaissance City. <laughs> Shadow and Cotton. Where'd you end up? What are you doing? We're at the vet. You arrive at the veterinarians. You make your way down to the basement, to the, you know, to the secret uh, room. Why are all the secret rooms in the basement? I don't know. It makes me wonder about your youth. What happened in your basement? So much. All the things. <laughs> our basement Our basement was the fucking coolest room in our whole house. I grew up spoiled rich kid. Nice. Um, what are you doing? You going to talk to King? Are you, um, you talk, you know what I mean? What, what, where are we starting? Let's, uh, let's go find Patricia. Okay. You, you come down into the basement and you see her, um, sitting at a, a small table and she is playing jacks. Hey, Patricia, how are you? Hi, Cotton. Are you doing okay? Oh, I'm, I'm so much better. Good. Yeah, I'm feeling so much better. Good to hear. I've gotten to be really good at my cartwheels. And um, the food here is is okay. Fine. It's not great. But um, but the doctor is super nice. And, and King, um, King really, really, really is very sweet. He's he's so cuddly and he really likes um, when you like when you rub his shoulders um, and kind of scratch the back of his neck. He's he really likes that. Oh, that's great. How is he doing? He's okay. He's still he's still pretty tired, I think. Yeah, but he tries to he tries to be tough and strong, but I think that he's still pretty tired. Well, you want to go down and visit with him with me? Sure. Let's go find him. Shade, are you with him? Yes. He's still sitting in the front seat of the car. Cotton, she she grabs your hand and um, you guys, you know what I mean? You you walk across the room and um, uh, into the room that King has been in. He is sitting on a on a bench alongside of the wall um, and he is reading the newspaper. Do you think if I used telepathy i could tell how well he was like physically well no you can read his emotional state right but i mean i feel like the weller i get physically the better the more buoyant my my emotional state is that it might be it might translate i don't know i mean you can you can reach out and um read his emotional state if you want to do that okay Seven. Um, I think that King in at this point is uh, probably, especially seeing the two, the three of you come into the room together. Um, I, I think that he is going to, you're, you're going to feel um, a lot of joy. Great. All right. King, 
he looks over the top of the paper and stands up um, and I think grabs you and Shadow, you know, puts his puts his big paws on your shoulders and um, and then brings you in um, and, and holds you close. Put, put you in a hug. King, you are a sight for sore eyes, my friend. Cotton is overwhelmed with excitement at the prospect of seeing King again and knowing that he's feeling good and it's a positive exchange. And as almost a reflex, he grits his teeth and flexes his hands and strains hard to change into him or become king. Okay. Um, um, I want, I want cotton to roll. God, what would that be? I'm rolling for control of the story. Yeah, I know. I know you are. Well, I'm saying it out loud for myself. I mean, it's the, the role, the role for that has, I mean, the, the way that you have always done it so far up until this, well, until you were able to just control it um, without having to roll was telepathy. So um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yeah, give me a, give me a telepathy roll. And then for King, I would say roll, God, what would that be? I mean, because I don't, I don't know that there's a resistance to it necessarily. So maybe it's a, maybe it's intellect, willpower, intellect. So let's roll telepathy for Cotton, and let's roll, um, let's roll intellect for King. Okay. Six telepathy. Two intellect. Tell me what happens. Cotton clenches his teeth, closes his eyes super tight. He's supremely focused on reconnecting with King feet firmly planted. You can see his knees flexing and his fists are down and his face scrunches up and everybody sees the white and the purple and the image of the one breast out woman. Titty hanging out. Titty hanging out. And Poof. Push is standing there. Push is standing where? Where Cotton was. The black mountain goat looking dude with wings. Push takes the place of Cotton, so Cotton disappears? Yes. Okay. How did I get here? Oh my god. What the hell? Typhus! Bush, what, what the hell are you doing here? I, I don't know. I don't even know where here is. You've been gone for so long. And he wraps his arms around King. Wings are, are fluttering a little bit, um, you know, and, and Push isn't, Push is probably half a foot, maybe more shorter than King. And Push is still a very large um, individual, but nowhere near as large as King is. And Shadow, Patricia, um, what you see standing before you is about a six and a half foot tall 
um, goat man, um, very coarse hair, um, these large wings, similar feathered wings, similar to King that are also black feathered, just ink black, um, similar horns to Kings, uh, but, but the face of a goat. I am, I am push push. This is my commander Typhus. Typhus. Who I have not seen in, in some time. Shado, this is the greatest healer from my planet. <laughs> Great, greater than Gary Montague? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I'm actually fucking around. I mean, you can leave it in or not. I just thought it'd be hilarious to say he was a healer. Yeah, um, it's hilarious. He's not a healer. Right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think he really would be. No, he's got laser he's got laser beams for eyes. <laughs> Look out, push. Well, Typhus. Um I never knew that was your name. I've I've learned that I was from another planet and commanded a great army. I'm not clear on how long ago that was. With what we have in store, we're gonna need all the help we can get. Patricia, that's why you're here too. We have an opportunity to expose the mimics, the XJs, and everything that's terrible about Renaissance City. But it's going to take all of us because we are up against an incredibly powerful mimic who's taken the place of Alexander Griffin. It's going to take a coordinated effort between all of us Raymond's got the mayor right now. You just hope he's still alive. <laughs> that's that's true. That's a true statement. Typhus, are you are you up for some adventure? Are you feeling up to it? Typhus? I'm not yeah, speaking for Typhus. You're Typhus. <laughs> Typhus is king. I was just I was introspective when I said that. I got my characters confused. <laughs> no. One of us, one of us is confused a lot. I'm glad I, that I, I'm it's in control of all the NPCs because Chris, you would be totally I, fucked right now. I would be a hot mess. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm so busy thinking about other shit. Is that a resolve for absent-mindedness? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, only in character. Not. Uh, <laughs> Not as the player. <laughs> oh shit! It doesn't translate into resolve in the real world. I just suffer yeah. from it. Unfortunately, <laughs> it does not transfer into resolve. Shit! <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Typhus, are you are you up for some adventure? Are you feeling up for it? I I would be willing to try. I might slow down at times. I don't want to hold anyone up or put anyone at risk push um master just... as a as a healer unseen on this world allow me to spit in your mouth <laughs> uh, 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 sorry, i couldn't help myself it was the grossest Please. thing i could think of Please. i'm done can i just say that duke and I mean this sincerely for you to create a scenario where I had the power to make you periodically 
take yourself seriously while speaking like a goat. (laughs) The fact that that you created something where that got to happen, I mean, that's fucking beautiful. That makes me so happy. You're welcome. Thank you so much. What it's all about right there. Good times. (laughs) Such good times. (sighs) All right. So we're backing up before you called him a healer again and spit in anybody's mouth. I, I kind of like that part. It was the snowballing. I mean, it's a good aside. It's a good aside. It's pretty funny. I'm willing to try if, if you guys are willing to tolerate my possible slowness. Push, is it? Yes, Shado. I know this isn't your fight, but Are you willing to follow your commander into one more battle? I'll follow him into every battle. Yeah. Patricia, are you willing to fight against the people that detained you and all the others in the sanatorium, in the hospital? Um... Are you, like, trying to swear me in like we're in court or something? No, I just... (laughs) I just want... To know, I don't want you to have to come against your will if if you're not in if you're not if you don't feel as passionate about it as we do. It's dangerous, and you're young, so I'm giving you the choice. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'll help. I'll help. All right, let's go talk to the mayor. You know who we need to find? Who? We need to find Kismet. That's who we need to find. How do we find them? Yeah. Um, I don't know. She, she ran out of there pretty fast when we were all trying to get away, but she's really fun and she's really smart. Is she in the same place they were holding me? Yeah. Yeah. You know her. She's the, she's the one with the white hair and the white eyes. Uh, her name's Kismet. How do uh, we got to figure out a way to find her? Any help we can get? You know who might know is George. Mister Buster's a pretty nice guy. All right, let's go to Buster's. I don't. Well, he maybe he might be at the uh, at the old shop. Well, actually, that's where Raymond said he was taking the mayor. So maybe we'll run into all three of them. All right. So off to Buster's. Let's go to Buster's. Patricia and Push in tow. You get in the Rolls Royce and and uh, drive down the streets of Detroit. And that's I think that's where we'll pick up next time. Yeah, perfect. Good times, dude. Oh, that's so wicked. He's a wormhole. I love it. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons actual play produced by TTRP Theater. TTRP Theater is a group of actors, artists, writers, and gamers running a diverse set of games in a diverse set of styles. Thank you to the generosity of our Patreon supporters, Adam the Vampire Interpreter, Ben Rogers, Chaotic Story, David Hagberg, M. Lemadi, Izzy Skirmish, Jess Rogers, Matthias Olson, Mr. Cultist, Thea Vick, and Tdorf67. 
If you would like to join us as a producer in our little theater, please search TTRP Theater on Patreon. We are at RenCityPod, R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D on Twitter. Don't forget to follow TTRP Theater on Twitter and Instagram. Jazz Abramowitz is Demon Shade. Chris Freedom is Cotton Dearborn and King. Dean Martin Jr. is the Scarlet Spartan. And I am Duke Walter, your Game Master. For all of our content, please visit ttrptheater.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time in Renaissance City. Thank you.